This week on Dueling Review, it is King in Black, Gwynnum versus Carnage, number one from Marvel Comics. Gwen Stacy enters the fray against the King in Black. Bonded to a synthetic symbiote from another reality, Ghost Spider, a.k.a. Gwen Stacy of Earth-65, is unique among the web-slingers of the multiverse. But when Null descends on her adopted home, his gravity well of dark psychic energy will reap unforeseen consequences not only on Gwen, but on her symbiotic suit as well. Uh, Matthew, what is going on in the world of uh, this King in Black? Uh, I, I'm not really familiar with it. I'm not reading it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of mega crossover events where every single title that you produce has to have a tie-in and then 30 spinoff series. So please tell me what's going on with King and Black. And if that is indeed one of those that uh, falls into the category of Stephen is not interested in, in this kind of a, of a storytelling. I think it's a yes and no, um, because uh, we'll, we'll get to this in a minute. This isn't technically a spinoff crossover thing. King in Black is an event where you remember the Venom who used to be Spider-Man's pants. Yeah, I'm familiar with Venom. Okay, so Venom is a member of a race uh, called the Clintar, I believe. And the Clintar have, uh, they call him a god. Uh, I don't know if he's technically a god, kind of a Thor-type person called Kanul. Uh, or Null, however you pronounce it. I pronounce it Kanel, well, for reasons that any Swedish speaker will tell you. But the thing about Kanel is that he is this evil, evil creature who has now made his way to Earth. He's been destroying the cosmos and tearing, you know, holes throughout the universe. And now that he's arrived on Earth with his army of Clintarian symbiotes, now, so that he's means that symbioting sp- people. So Spider-Man's, uh, so Venom's um, is one of these Clintarian's uh, symbiotes. Yes. Venom, Carnage, Toxin, Shriek, all of the Carnage was I thought Carnage was a result of trying to clone Venom. Carnage is Venom's child. Uh, essentially, a, a Clintarian symbiote can, in fact, I think, reproduce. I don't know if it's technically asexually, but Carnage is basically one of Venom's offspring. Because Carnage now has offspring, but... Uh, basically Canole has arrived on earth and he and his symbiotes are taking over everything they can find. And I want to say that it's all kind of wrapped around Namor because they did a big flashback where, uh, teenage Namor somehow got involved in something, uh, with not necessarily symbiotes, but symbiote goop. And the reason that the uh, Marianas Trench exists in the Marvel Universe, apparently, is because they dug a hole to hide symbiotic Clintarian goop. Um, so, yeah. And most of the characters in, in the King and Black crossover are either covered with symbiotes or fighting symbiotes or uh, covered with symbiotes and fighting symbiotes. And... Um, the last that I remember, Eddie Brock had died. Uh, Venom, the, the host of Venom, had died. And died, of course, is in air quotes because it's a comic book. But this is less a spinoff than it is uh, the next issue of Gwen's comic book, branded as a King in Black crossover, so that I think to get a sales bump. And then Gwen's really, book it's listed a relaunch as, or pick up. It's got an issue number one on it. Mm-hmm. But 
it basically picks up where the last issue of Ghost Spider left us. Well, I would imagine so, since uh, she's now been drawn into this and everything happens in the Marvel yeah. Universe simultaneously. But her book has stopped, and this book I is think coming they, haven't out they all in stopped? its place. Haven't they all stopped? No. no. Well, are you saying that they have stuff that's going on in the Marvel Universe that's not tied into this big mega event? And so yes. we could be reading a, like a Fantastic Four where Ben Grimm is just walking down the street and there's no Venoms anywhere? No, Ben Grimm would be punching something, but yes, no, no, there but, might be but no if, if I mean, if it's not part of this, not part of this King in Black, so you've got two separate continuities going on. No, you've got something going on that's affecting a bunch of books, not necessarily all of them, and then you've got books that are either out of sync that aren't part of the time frame when the canal attack is happening, or you've got books that just aren't cool enough to be involved. So it's not like every book in the universe is part of King and black, but most of the street level quote unquote, Marvel books are tied in. I know your daredevils and your Spider-Man's and your, um, the Conan Avengers, I think are tied into this. I think we're about to see a symbiote Conan, um, I don't remember if any of the cosmic type books are in on it. My brain wants to say there is going to be Fantastic Four crossovers to King and Black, though. Yeah, I didn't like this. I didn't either. And part of it is the fact that I have been following Ghost Spider, Gwen's regular book. And this doesn't feel like the first issue of a cool miniseries. I'm trying to figure out what this is because, yes. Uh, they explain to you like in the first page of mm -hmm. what's going on. Right. And yep. then we spend the whole issue of Gwen running around going, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Why, why does my earth 65 venom costume, uh, mm -hmm. not, uh, take orders from, from the null guy. And we spend, universe. we spend 95% of the issue of her running around and doing that and fighting, fighting a, a venom symbiote, uh, dragon thing. Mm -hmm. Um, this is pod racing comes to mind mm -hmm. and then it's like, now meet your doom, Mary Jane from earth 65 rise yep. as the new carnage. And I'm just like, okay, that's the thing though. That's their selling point is Mary Jane, who has been, you know, a supporting member of Gwen's cast since pretty much the beginning is going to be the new carnage or a new carnage. I don't know if there's going to be more than one carnage involved. Um, I think, in fact, I know uh, that they killed the sentry again in this, uh, the crossover, not this issue. So they've killed the sentry and they've done something else, but yeah, I didn't necessarily care for this. And it's not that it's a bad issue. It's just kind of, it feels padded. It feels like yeah, it there's does. about, there's about a half issue worth of material here. And the material that we get doesn't really focus on the thing that they want us to think is, you know, awesome, cool. Well, and this Whoa, is why oh I'm asking God. if if all the other Marvel books are tied into this, because pretty much wherever she's at, uh, I'm guessing it's New York University, is pretty much trashed and, yeah. uh, trashed and hosed. And so you would assume that the rest of the area is trashed and hosed as well. And um, you would think then at that point, she should be a little bit more clued in as to what's going on than than not because she comes into this just like i don't know what is happening the entire city and you look at the backgrounds and you look at at the university she's at and it's totally venom trashed and that would assume that 
something has gone on for longer than 30 seconds mm-hmm. and probably for at least a day to to get that much destruction going on uh, to the point where you might be thinking, uh, Gwen, shouldn't you have contacted somebody or been in contact with somebody or, you know, paid attention a little bit more about what's going on? Because electricity's still running. It's their cell phones that aren't working, but they do make a point of saying, hey, uh, we need to do something before the power goes out. How about you turn on the TV and see what's going on? I, I don't know. I just don't like the whole we are now three or four weeks into this King and Black event. Mm-hmm. It feels longer than that. Maybe it's maybe it's only a week, but it feels like we've been this has been going on a month. And finally, uh, Gwen is like, I don't know what's going on. I, I well, just I don't, I don't understand. One came out in December, I want to say. So this has been going on for quite a while. So I just don't understand yeah. unless this is supposed to be something, you know, that was supposed to have come out earlier and didn't. Or if this mm-hmm. is one of those, hey, we've been waiting until now so you can see how everybody starts fighting back. Or I, I, I really don't know the point of this issue. I mean, if this had come out two weeks ago, three weeks ago, then, yeah, I could see, oh, here's somebody who's totally clueless. About what's going on. And I know somebody's going to scream. Well this is because everything runs different. In comic book continuity. But still. I think that this is either. Released at the wrong time or whatever. But again to have all this damage. uh, Surrounding her. And still be clueless as to what's going on. Just feels bad. Like like it's poorly plotted. uh, Poorly thought out. As to what they were going to do. Now. Had this been like the incursion has just begun 30 seconds ago and this was going on, then yes, I could see Gwen running around going, where did all of these flying dragons come from? And why is my white suit not affected by by the black suit? I I could totally get it then. But at this point in the big arc story, this issue feels out of place. It feels mistimed. It feels feels like it wasn't released correctly. And quite frankly... Our lead character comes off as kind of a dummy dumb. <laughs> I think their big issue is back in the day, if you would see like the big giant X-Men crossover, you'd have an issue of X-Factor and it would just say X-Factor, you know, uh, in infinity psycho event crossover. And that leads to issues where, uh, you know, say there's an issue of X-Factor where no X-Factor characters appear And it's like Wolverine and Cable because that's the story that they're telling in that issue. And to avoid that, they're creating a different problem because this probably should have been Ghost Spider number 30. And it probably should have come out about two weeks ago in the point where Ghost Spider should have been, where if you're reading Ghost Spider, you can just go, oh, now this is happening. But because of the way they're doing this, they're launching this as a three-issue limited in the midst of this whole mess. And then they're going to go back to the numbering of Ghost Spider, which is going to be a huge pain in the neck for everybody involved. My guess is once it's all done, and what'd you say the last Gwen Gwen Stacy book was? Oh God, I don't even remember. It was, I want to say Ghost Spider number eighteen or twenty. Yeah, so I'm sure they'll pick up right with the next numbering of it, and yeah, it'll be just, after all of this is done, and then they can pick up with whatever last storyline they were just on. Well, keep in I, you mind, know, from, you know, a, we're in the middle of Gwen's fifth volume yeah and so that brings up the next question again when i say that the character is acting like a dummy dumb i don't mean to say that because she's a female that she's dumb or because you know etc that she's dumb i like gwen gwen stacy i like her as as gwenum or whatever that they're calling her now ghost spider i i like that i like what i have seen from gwen in the past she's very smart she's very capable 
this just plays out as a. I don't know. I, I just don't like how she is portrayed in this issue as somebody who is. I have no idea what's going on here, uh, especially yeah. when my guess is so, at some point in the big giant arc of all the Gwens that we have seen, she's probably familiar with Venom at some some way, shape or form. She's wearing a Venom style costume. Exactly. Her costume is a Venom. Exactly. Now, whether or not she knows anything about the origins of a Venom is neither here nor there. I agree with you. I do feel like the character is played as too out of touch and too weird simply because, you know, she's from an alternate dimension. But, yes, other but how long has I've she been in this? Thing. How long has she been in this dimension? 18 months, I think. OK, she's had plenty of time. Nah, keep in mind, this is Marvel Universe. 18 months. Our time is 12 minutes to them. Uh, yeah, no. Um, That's true. So as a three issue series, miniseries, Gwynnum versus Carnage. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that this is fine, right? You're introducing the conflict. You're introducing the fact that Gwen is the last person standing in this case because everyone around her is being sucked up by gloopy glorps. And at the very end, uh, you know, she gets to meet the bad guy and the bad guy is like, hey, remember your best friend MJ from another dimension? She's now Carnage. Welcome, another Carnage. Dimension. Another now, dimension. Another if, dimension. If Gwen is so clueless about what a Venom is, how is she going to know what a Carnage is? So, again, for the fans, oh, yeah, oh, MJ's the Carnage. Oh, my God, this is going to be so good. That's fine. Um, and you inter you reveal the, you know, uh, end of Act 1, you reveal the, the, the villain that she'll be fighting. Act 2 will be the two of them battling. Uh, that'll be the next issue. Act 3 will be the redemption of MJ from the symbiote suit and uh, taking the battle to Null or whoever. And MJ going, I don't know if I can stay here. And Gwen's going to go, let me embrace you into my suit and suck you back to another dimension where Not the jackal is waiting for you. And then that'll be the end of that series. And that's fine from a chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, or, or you know, as you look at a ongoing story arc, um, act one, act two, act three, that makes a lot of sense. So from that, I can see that, yeah, this is a perfect act one setup. It does everything that it needs to do. We've got to go and save the cat, etc. Um, But I just don't care. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think the art is, is pretty cool. It's very flowy. Uh, it yeah. flows well from uh, what's this? The artist name's Flaviano. Um, mm -hmm. The art is really cool. It it makes you feel like you're reading something that's goopy and slimy and slippery and slides around just in the way that Gwyn is drawn and all of the stuff just is curves. It's all curves and squirrels and all of this stuff on the page. And it looks really, really, really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and it kind of goes into this idea of what we think of Venom as this slimy mass of stuff. So I think that the the artist in this really, I don't know if that's his traditional style that he does or if he's trying to mix it up and make things more, more f uh, flow a lot more, but I really like the art in here. Story-wise, again, just it's just not for me. And, and it may be for somebody, but just, just not for me. Yeah, I think that it may be for people who are really excited about MJ as Carnage, people who are really wanting to see everybody get, you know, venomized, for lack of a better word. But it's but it's not even 616 Mary Jane. No, it's not, but it doesn't matter because, again, 
it's all the same thing right now. You know, it's not Mary Jane Watson who was dating Peter Parker and they were totally never married and they didn't sell their soul to the devil. But it is. And you can look at this and you can go, hey, just as cool as, you know, Spider Woman is, as Spider Ghost Spider, Spider Gwen, whatever you call her, is the idea of her best friend being possessed and becoming her enemy. That's a classic Spider-Man trope. I sure. mean, we've seen it dozens of times yeah. and it, it, it's something that I think could be cool. And I think that the idea of Mary Jane as the carnage, uh, Marnage Jane, perhaps, I don't know. We'll have to work on it. We need something snappy, but you know, you get to a point where, there are people who are going to be excited about this. There are people who are going to go, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing ever. And that's fine. Those people can have a great time with this. I'm with you. I didn't care for it. I didn't feel like it established really any stakes for me. And yeah. I feel like the parts of it that did work would have worked better as an issue of Ghost Spider rather than, you know, a big shiny number one. And I think anybody coming into this and this, you know, Big shiny number one is the first thing you get of Spider Gwen. I think you're going to be oh, utterly yeah, yeah, confused. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely there. So Miles Morales is about ready to have his own clone saga, and everyone's groaning about uh, yet another clone saga. clone saga. This is like the third clone saga that we've had, right? We've fourth. had the oh, fourth one. So we had the original Peter Parker one, and then we had the right. Ben Riley one, and then we had yeah. the... Um, um, the ultimate universe one. And mm -hmm. now we've got this upcoming one. Yep. The thing that, you know, so part of me with the, the Mary Jane, uh, carnage thing that just doesn't, that's to me, isn't that Mary big of a Jarnage? deal. Mary I think Jarnage. a lot of people are probably going, Oh yeah, MJ is carnage. But I, I can think back to the ultimate universe where Peter had his own, uh, clone saga issue and his clone. And I forget what her name was. Uh, um, Jessica, Jessica. Drew. Oh yeah. I guess it was Jessica drew, right? She was basically carnage, right? She had the red suit and she, she carnaged um, out a couple of times, right? Actually, Gwen Stacy became carnage in the ultimate universe. Oh, okay. All right. Well, all I remember is, uh, Jessica drew had that red costume and she freaked out and they had to spend a yep. lot of time trying to get her under control. And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. I've, I've seen that. And, and part of me, when I read this bit reminded me of that ultimate comics, uh, stuff. And I was yes, just like, eh, I kind of already seen this. And so it's not as exciting as maybe it could be. So I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't really thrilled when they announced this. I'll be honest. Just like there's a lot of stuff that other publishers, not just Marvel, but there's a lot of stuff that other publishers have announced that are big, uh, big event comics. And I'm just like at 499 comics, or in this case, 399 comics, when we have hit 499 comics, I can't be reading everything in your big giant story arc just to boost your bottom line. So if I'm going to pick and choose, I'm probably going to stick with the main King and Black story, and I'm probably going to skip everything else. And this is definitely one that I think that unless you are a diehard Gwen Stacy, uh, Gwenham, Ghost Spider fan, um, I think you could probably skip. Honestly, uh, I think you can. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be a big part of the big King and Black story arc. And I think your money is probably going to be well spent somewhere else. I agree. I mean, I'm not the target audience for King and Black and you know, the, the, I agree with you on the similarity to ultimate Jessica, but we have to remember that was a decade and a half ago. That was, yeah, that's like 15, 15 years, ago. years ago. Yeah. 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 
No, I, and, I realize that, but I mean, and I realize you're always getting new people coming in. In fact, sure. I think there's people in our chat that were probably like, I have no idea who Ultimate Jessica Drew is, and that's fine. Um, I'm no, just saying no, that for me, I've friends, I've yeah. read this before in that in that form, and I don't know. It, it's fine if you, if people want to retell the story again. I'm fine with that. If we need mm-hmm. to get another clone saga again, I'm fine with that. But just don't be surprised when a lot of people are like, it's kind of been done before. Mm-hmm. It's all been done. Yeah, that's before. what I was just thinking about. Bare Naked Ladies is a great band. <laughs> so that's my bottom line is I think this is something you can skip and just stick to your main King and Black uh, arc unless you're a fan. Mm-hmm. What's your bottom line there, Matthew? Same. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I, I think that's the way it is. I, I don't mean to be harsh or a Debbie Downer on this, but um, no, too late for that. Yeah, I mean, I know people are <laughs> like, "Oh man, I'm so looking forward to this." So many people voted in the vo- final vote uh, this week. Let me run down okay. the final vote. Uh, hang on, you hoist yourself by your own petard. You've spent six months teasing me about, "Hey, let's read this new Carnage comic." Oh no, and I, I think people I tease are like, you hey, because let's torture him. Uh, yeah, I tease you because I know how much you don't like it, and so that's why I, when I brought it up, and, I was like, and "Oh, that's here why we go. people voted for it." And now you see the horror that you have built. Oh no, I don't mind reviewing bad comic books. I just feel bad when someone from Marvel is listening and is like, "Oh man, they really yeah. shredded my comic book." And it's not that I'm shredding your work because, as I said, as a three act structure, Act One, you've set up Act One just. Just right. You've set up your art perfectly. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't care for the story. I don't care for how the characters are being portrayed in this. And I don't think that this is an integral part of a major King in Black story arc. So if you are one of the creators that are listening to this, I have nothing against you. I have no malice against you. I just didn't care for this. This is not for me. I don't care for these big, giant multi-arcs. You are a fine, good person, I am sure, that being said, I don't want to read any more of this. And that's the thing, you know, you can see a book like this and we can tell you this is a well-drawn book. This is a book that's put together professionally. It is a perfectly fine example of a comic book. It's not for me. It's not for you. And that's cool. We are not saying it's a terrible book. Don't buy it. We're just saying go in, be aware, you know, caveat emptor. Yep. And if you're going to emptor this, just be aware that. These are the things, the issues that we had with it. If you love it, great. If you wrote it, congratulations. I'm glad. Oh, no, you'll never but, hear uh, me. You'll never hear me say if someone were to write in and say, Stephen, I love this book. This was the yeah. best Gwen Stacy issue that has ever been Gwen Stacy by Marvel. Yeah. And you're totally wrong. I'm going to say, great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I just didn't yeah. get the satisfaction out of it that you did. So, yep. You know, and if you love it, yuck your yum. exactly. I'm not here to harsh your mellow. Anyway, here's how the voting went this week. Um, I forget what K.A. was. Uh, it only K-A. got one. Yeah, it only got one vote. American um, Myth- American mythology only got one Captain vote. America. <laughs> um, Commanders in crisis got two votes. Uh, Red Sonia superpowers got five votes. Uh, the future state Justice League got nine votes. And King and Black got 11 votes. So that's why we're here. So that people is why we are here. Uh, all these people who, who voted. Matthew, tell them about the voting. All these people went to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. If you were to do it right now, you'd be looking for a beastie that says dueling review for January 19th, 2021. 20th. 20th? 
Is it 20th? That's next week. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of DC. Anyway, the week of the 20th, you'll get there. You'll see a list of comics. You bring your friends, wake the kids, phone the neighbors, have everybody come in and vote. Whatever issue gets the most votes, that's the comic that we read. It is, it is, it is, what do you call that? You're crowdsourcing. We, um, it, it's called, it's called a true democracy. It. It's called the popular vote is what it's called. <laughs> and that's the way we work here. At MajorSpoilers.com, we don't use no electoral colleges. We don't make We're you dip your finger in your ink. vote to college. So, so far, we have, uh, how many, uh, we have 14 votes in. Um, wow. Right now, I mean, we're looking for 30, so we're almost halfway there. And I think that we might be ending up, at, right now, It's uh, I've seen a lot of posts for Legion of Superheroes number 12. I also see a lot of votes for Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, uh, as well. So one of those Heart two, of although it could be, you could get another 15 people to jump in and vote for something else and maybe it will win. Maybe next week it will be boom from boom studios, Abbott 1973, number one, or maybe the expanse oh. number two or once in future number 15, or perhaps it'll be power Rangers. Number three coming out next week from dark horse comics is Barbalian red planet. Number three, the, uh, what else do we have? You look like death tales from the umbrella Academy. Number five. That's the penultimate issue there. Dynamite Entertainment uh, next week has Red Sonia, uh, Price of Blood number two. IDW Publishing has a My Little Pony omnibus trade paperback that's out. Also, uh, Star Trek Voyager, Seven's Reckoning number three, and TMNT Ongoing. That's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ongoing, 113. Image Comics next week has Philadelphia number 12. Uh, Pulp gets a trade paperback, which is interesting because... Uh, that was a, a a one-shot graphic novel by itself, but okay. Uh, sure. Seven to Eternity, number 16, and Walking Dead Deluxe, number seven. Marvel Comics next week has Avengers, number 41. Black Cat, number two. Also, uh, let's see, we have Daredevil, number 25, gets a second printing. Let's see what King and Black stuff we have. Oh, the, there's that Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, number one, a six-issue miniseries. Uh, we got King and Black, number three. Maestro War and Pax. Uh, number one, and Symbiote Spider-Man, King in Black, number one. That's a second printing there. So it looks like there's only one King in Black story coming out next week. Maybe uh, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you don't have the, enough tie-in uh, comics. <laughs> well, the King in Black, number three, the next uh, chapter of the Spine story, for lack yeah. of a better word, comes out. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying maybe because maybe they don't have enough tie-ins. Where's Daredevil, King in Black? Where's Star Wars, King in Black? Where's X-Force, King in Black? Hmm. X-Force doesn't currently have a book. Yeah, they do. X-Force number 16. It comes out next week. No, no. You're thinking something different. Nope. X-Force number 16, 399. Uh, in all the rest category, we have Adventure Man gets a second printing of the first issue. There's The Babysitter's Club, a graphic novel. Bell, Dead of Winter, one shot. We also get Cutie and the Beast, graphic novel, volume two. Essential Drudge, uh, Judge Dread Apocalypse War trade paperback. Now, that's one that to pick up, ladies and gentlemen. I did enjoy that Apocalypse War. Uh, let's see. We also have Gung Ho Sexy Beast, number one. Um, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, graphic novel number 10. Rick and Morty Ever After, number four. That's their fairy tale take on the Rick and Morty stuff. Also, Van Helsing, uh, based on its legacy numbering, hits issue number 50 next week from now, Cinescope is that, Entertainment. Is that Van Helsing with David Lee Roth or Van no, Helsing that is, with Sammy Hagar? that is Van Helsing with uh, Zenoscope Entertainment and the whole uh, 
lady fighting monster stuff. Oh, the Gary Cherone version. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next week from DC Comics, we have Batman and Catwoman number two, Challenge of the Super Sons number six. That is a digital first issue. Future dun, State. Dun, 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 uh, what is that? Immortal Wonder Woman number one. Yes. Catwoman Future State number one. Nightwing Future State number one. Shazam Future State number one. Uh, let's see. Superman Worlds at War Future State number one. Future State, the next Batman number two, which is already going in for a second printing, I can tell you that. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number 12, which we've already mentioned. And let's see, we've got some uh, classic comics. The Stalker comes to Comixology, uh, 1975 to 1976. The first issue of that drops uh, for $1.99. So those are some of the comics that are coming out next week. As Matthew said, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Cast your vote. We're looking for 30 this week. We're going to see if we can crack that magic number of 30. Do it before Sunday, though. Time is running out. And uh, we'll be back next week to review the comic that you choose. Maybe it'll be a good review. Maybe Stephen will be grumpy again and say everything's poo-poo, but you're going to have to wait and come back next week. Maybe you will actually hear Matthew say, Hold it now and watch the earthquake. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.